0: Our second lesson comes from the Hebrew scriptures. It's from Habakkuk, chapter two, verses one through four. Hear the word of God. I will stand at my watch post and station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see what the Lord will say to me and what the Lord will answer concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision Make it plain on tablets, so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end, and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come, it will not delay. Look at the proud, their spirit is not right in them but the righteous live by their faith. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Between Complaint and Praise, a sermon by Dave Davis. A few weeks ago, I was driving south on Interstate 71 between Columbus and Cincinnati, and as I drove, I was looking for a very particular sign. I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss it. Lauren Yeh had told me that it was on the northbound side of the road, but facing the southbound traffic. And it has to do with a soccer rivalry between two professional teams in Ohio. Lauren also told me that when the two professional Ohio soccer teams play, one is from Cleveland and one is from Cincinnati, what they play is called the Hell is Real Derby. The Hell is Real. And the name of that championship comes from the sign the road sign that I was looking for, and I didn't want to miss it. Decades before, this sign in the field was put up by a farmer and read, Hell is real. You've driven down interstates, Pennsylvania, Ohio, all over, and seen those signs, but this one in Ohio reads, Hell is real. I had seen pictures, but I wasn't sure how big it was or how hard it would be to see while I was driving, and it turns out that there was no way that I could have missed it. It was very plain. A passenger, a driver, a runner, probably an airline pilot could have seen it and read it. And I take some joy in the notion that the content of the sign Hell is Real has been repurposed for a non-theological, non-judgmental, non-threatening use, the Hell is Real Derby, a soccer match. From the book of Habakkuk, write the vision, make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time it speaks to the end and it does not lie if it seems to tarry wait for it it will surely come it will not delay look at the proud their spirit is not right in them but the righteous live by faith right the vision on a tablet and make it plain, so that a runner can read it. It's not like a sign, my friends, that says stop or yield. It's not a sign held up. It's not a sign held up telling a distance runner her time as she passes by. The vision, it is to be written so that the person can carry it along and read it and comprehend it in the middle of a run. Right, so the messenger has the message. The message, the vision, is for the journey itself. The message is sure and true for the appointed time, for the here and now. It's a vision of God's future. If you don't see it, if you don't grasp it, then be patient, my goodness, be patient and wait for it, it is surely coming. God is here and God's future is for real and despite all the signs that the world may be crumbling, God is still in control. And the righteous, they shall not live by answers, not by certainties, not by threats, not by fear, but by faith. Write the vision. Make it plain, etched not on tablets of stone, but etched in the hearts of all of those who are called by God to run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Wow. You know, there's not much that we know about Habakkuk. There's there's not much information in the Hebrew Scriptures, little if anything, added by historians and theologians of the Old Testament antiquity, antiquity. Not much more that comes from biblical scholarship. Habakkuk was a prophet of God, a prophet who most likely lived in or around Jerusalem, that ancient city with those expansive walls and plenty of watchposts and ramparts. Habakkuk was a Hebrew prophet at the time when Babylon was the empire of the day. And this means that the city was in ruins. Jerusalem was under siege. Habakkuk's world is literally crumbling. And not much more can be said about Habakkuk. What is known about Habakkuk most of all is his complaint. Right from the start, right from the beginning of the book, Habakkuk says in the very first chapter, oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you not listen? Or cry to you violence and you not save? How and why do you make me see wrongdoing so that the law becomes slack and justice never prevails? Come on, God, says Habakkuk, look around. I'm not sure which world you're looking over, but mine? Mine is falling apart and evil carries the day and violence never stops, and righteous leaders are nowhere to be found. Aren't you the god of old? Aren't you the one to do something? What, what is known about Habakkuk is the complaint. And yet, Habakkuk begins with complaint and ends with prayer. A prayer that God would come and save God's people, that God's people would endure. Right at the end of the book, the last few verses, the last words from this prophet, the end of that prayer, he acknowledges that he will just have to wait. The victory is yet to come. And right at the end, those few snippets of words, yet I will rejoice in the Lord, he declares. I will exult in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. <clears throat> Many of you know that Nassau Church is the spiritual home of centurions the Princeton-based organization founded by our own Jim McCluskey in 1983. And just shy of 40 years, 67 67 individuals have been freed. And over 1,200 years of life spent in prison for the crimes that they did not commit. This week, Centurion Ministries held again their family gathering here in Princeton. And the events always include the ritual of the recently exonerated and returning citizens removing their names from the board in the Centurion office. And that list names every case that the team is working on. I would commend you to go to their website and read about every individual and every case they're working on. This year, just a few days ago, the names removed, the men freed are Sean Henning and Kevin DeSalle and Benjamin Spencer and Larry Walker. In March of 2021, on a Friday, there was a live stream video that I watched from a courtroom in Dallas, Texas. It was the hearing in which the judge vacated the conviction of Ben Spencer and ordered his immediate release. According to the account written by Jim McCluskey, Ben Spencer was released after 34 years in prison for a crime that he did not commit. He walked out of prison into the arms of his wife, Deborah, his 82-year-old mother, Lucille, his son, BJ, who was born three months after his father's arrest, And when asked about his strength and perseverance, how he kept going all of those years, Ben said this, even though I had seeds of doubt, I always had hope. I couldn't see giving up. My faith told me that somehow, someday, God would provide a way out. And then he added, patience wins out every time it always does <sighs> benjamin spencer knows what it means to stand at the watch post someday god would provide or as the prophet put it, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. So people of God, bring your complaint here. When your life is crumbling, anytime, bring your complaint when the liturgy of your life begins with a gut-wrenching plea, Jesus bids you to come. And this, this is our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. This feast, which is a watchpost really, unfolds under a liturgy of plea and thanksgiving. This table is full, can you see it? The beautiful breads of the world, the cup, the juice, the table, the linens, from every part of the globe, there is bread and blood and wine and grace and forgiveness. The table is full, but the table also overflows with the reality of lives as well, our lives, There is a vision for the appointed time, for the here and now, and the righteous shall live by faith. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us always and always also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Thanks be to God.